Talk the talk, we talk the talk from the shots that's called to the tomahawks to the league boss and the ones who lost give it to me once I don't drop the ball to the home runs that was out the park. Kershaw when I'm pitching off, Kobe the Howard he looking soft. LA Rams in the city y'all got special guests got breaking news. Come talk the talk with Chatterbox. We got it all with Chatterbox. Good afternoon. It is Monday. Afternoon, it is Monday, August 12th. It is 12 o'clock on the dot, so you know what that means. It is time for Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2, KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. I am recording live from the basement of the Greenspun Urban Affairs. Yes, I really, really like the fact that we are recording live from the basement here at UNLV. Um, hopefully my phone doesn't go off too much, but uh, I am in here alone. I'm in here dolo today. Um... Yeah, just so much going on, so much going on. Um, let me make sure that I have my list of notes up. Um, oh my gosh, but there's so many different things to talk about. First thing that I do want to touch on, we normally use the first 25 minutes, touch on a couple of different things. If you're new to this show, this is um, as as unedited as we can make it as raw as we can give it to you this is uh exactly what the show title says it is this is talk that talk so usually in the first 25 minutes we try to you know get the juices flowing you know get a little get 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 into our comfort zone and that's kind of what what it's kind of what has become a staple here and that's what i'm going to continue to do it that's what i'm going to continue to do here and Today will be no different. Normally, we plug things like the podcast. We plug things like things that are going on in Vegas. We plug what has been going on in our personal lives and things of that nature. Um, a lot of this today kind of wraps is all wrapped up into one, but I'll start with the podcast. If you guys have not um, already checked it out and already done so on um, YouTube at the OD Podcast, please go check out episode 10, Battle of the Summers is up. It was me, Duna, Ivy Rose, Aaliyah, Caprice was there. Uh, Nisha even made a guest appearance. Nisha is Ivy's uh, roommate, and yeah, man, it was a it was an all out war in the conversation, as you can hence from the title. I mean, Battle of the Summers. It was exactly what it said it was. Um, today, by me being in here by myself, I'm hoping that I can take some calls. Hopefully, I'll be able to let you guys know when to call in. But um, hopefully, I can get some type of calls today. But again, we don't know how this exactly works because. We don't want to run the risk of anybody just getting through and just curse where it's flying. But um, if you do want to hear something along the lines of that, of just raw conversation where it's almost like, you know, you know, living room talk, garage talk, even if you will, uh, go ahead and listen to the OD podcast. Like I said, episode 10 is out. Battle of the Summers is on YouTube currently. I did want to do episode 11 in L.A., which I'll get into in a second. I did want to do episode episode uh 11 in la and i don't think that's actually gonna happen this particular time only because uh i don't think i'm going to i'm gonna try to avoid checking a bag at the airport that's i I just don't want to i don't want to have to go through that uh i don't want to pay for that let me actually get to what it is i don't want to pay for that so i'll get into why the airport is even a, a thing and if you know me you're probably listening like airport wait a minute um but sure enough, I don't want to check the bag. And because of that, I'm not taking my duffel bag. So because of that, I'm taking somebody else's duffel bag. It's a black duffel bag with pink hearts. And I was looking at it like, 
um, I, I could just imagine just myself, just headphones on, whatever, whatever, walking around, and I just have that black bag with the pink hearts. And I looked down at it and was like, hmm. And call it what you want. I don't even know what the word is. Maybe somebody can help me out. This is the dangers of leaving me in the studio by myself. I don't know the word to to to, to describe this. But the first thing in my mind was like, oh, like, I know a reason, like, why if anybody was to say anything, I would be like, wait a minute, hold on. Are you kidding me? I'm going to fly to L.A. with my Brett the Hitman heart swag. And if nobody knows who Brett the Hitman Hart is, shout out to Jarrell. But shout out to my brother for that's his favorite. That was his favorite wrestler growing up. And I'm pretty sure it still is his favorite wrestler. I don't think nobody eclipsed that. Maybe The Rock. But um, there's a reason why I brought up wrestling as well. But I'm going to be on my Brett the Hitman Hart steez when I when I go to the airport. And that's the that's the I don't know what whether it was like a coping mechanism in my head because I was like, I'm not taking my bag and now I have to take a different bag. And on top of that, it's a bag that obviously I wouldn't have picked myself. So, um, I mean, that's what I came up with and that's what I will be packing my stuff in. But um, it's funny because I brought up wrestling because it was good this weekend to talk wrestling with a couple of friends over from formerly of Cerritos College and now um, Long Beach State. But shout out to James Williams, shout out to Rob Flores, and shout out to my but um this is 2000 I want to say 16. This is spring 16. Shout out to Ethan Ortiz, who was the editor in chief of Telemarks when I was the online editor. Shout out to everybody else who was who was surrounded um who surrounded us over there at Telemarks. But shout out to those three because we were speaking over Twitter about wrestling and in particular we were talking about SummerSlam and um for anybody who knows me knows I haven't been in, into wrestling for a really really long time but um it's always fun and I always tell Ethan that oh my gosh like I want to support the show in a different way like I want to call in like I want to I want to be able to talk to you guys and one of the things that I always tell him is I don't want you to hit me with something on air and I look at you like yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, so I was like, we have to do something to where we're talking old school wrestling. Like we have to talk our favorites from before, like our favorite storylines, our craziest moments or something along the lines of that. Hopefully we can still make that work. Um, but a, a long story, a little less long, Ethan or whoever, I think it was Ethan, who went ahead and tweeted out his um, picks for SummerSlam. And sure enough, he mentioned me in the tweet. And I was one of the mentions. And I went through the list, and of course, I haven't been keeping up with it, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, so not all of these names are foreign to me. Like, I know a lot of these names. So I gave, obviously, my, my, my perspective on a couple of things. It's still funny to see how wrestling still kind of plays out in certain ways where you're just kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. I can kind of see how that happened. But... um yeah, man, it was always good to do that. I really, really appreciate Ethan for even reaching out, especially even in the format that he did uh, via Twitter. <clears throat> via Twitter, it was kind of cool because it was it wasn't something that I was expecting, and it was something when I woke up and I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I want to participate. Let me make sure that I have my ducks in a row." And sure enough, they weren't they weren't too far off. So, um, shout out to Beyond the Ropes over there, 
on 22 West Media. Once again, that is Beyond the Ropes on 22 West Media. Shout out to Ethan Ortiz, James Williams, and shout out to Rob Flores. All working hard over there. Um, once again, you guys are listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2, KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. My co-host, Alex White, is not here today. Um, uh, so many different things going on. The NBA schedule is being released today. Uh, we are in the middle of USA Basketball. And that's... The other portion of this first uh, of this first part that I actually want to talk about, um, you know what? Actually, I take that back. I'm gonna hold off on USA basketball for a little bit, only because we still have other things in Vegas that we don't have to talk about in terms of that. We are going to start with the Aviators, and we're gonna start with um, I'm trying to figure out exactly where I want to start. Let me start with. Hmm. I think I'm gonna start with the schedule first. And then I'm going to start with the schedule, the story, and then the standings. Hopefully that's okay with everybody. I mean, yeah, the schedule, the story, and then the standings. Yeah, okay. So today is the 12th. So today the Aviators are in Omaha currently. They have a game tonight at 5.05. Uh, that, is a, that is a slated time for first pitch. The series wraps up tomorrow at 10.05 a.m. Currently... The series is one to one. The Aviators took the first one on Saturday, six to five, and then lost yesterday via a walk-off hit, uh, and lost the game four to three. So the Aviators are on a seven-game, seven-game road trip. The first series was all three road trip games in Iowa. The team walked away with two wins in the three tries, and the team will hopefully try to, or the team will look to wrap up this series and over the next two days and hopefully get two wins. And then the team is back at home on Thursday, Thursday the 15th, Thursday the 15th. And it, let me double check. Yeah. And then the homestand currently stays all the way for it. It's an entire week. So it stays until the 21st, which is, and actually I think they're promotion days every day. Yeah. They're promotion. There are promotional days every single day. Let me double check with you guys and give you guys all of those days as well. Um, it is a it opens up with a four game series against Albuquerque and then it is a three game series against, you know, uh, in-state rival in terms of the Reno Aces, the Arizona Diamondbacks from the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. But in terms of all promotion nights, Thursday is two dollar beer night. Friday, we have Spruce Bobblehead giveaway. Um, and if you guys were there, we've already had the Aviator Bobblehead giveaway. Uh, so now Spruce is up next. On Saturday, the 17th, we have the Aviators backpack that we are giving away. And I say we because. Will I be back for that game? No, I won't be back for that game. So I'll take that back. I will not be back until the 18th. For the 18th, which is Sunday Family Day, uh, I will be back for that 7.05 start. And then the new series begins on Monday, the 19th. Um, it is National Aviation Day. And that is the first game against the Reno Aces. The second game of that series is a Tuesday. So, you know, that means that it is Copa de la Diversión. And I hope that that does not sound too out of whack. But um, that means that the Las Vegas Aviators will be transformed into Reyes de Platas. That means the Silver Kings. So 
again, that is a reason uh, to show up and support the the Aviators, especially against the in-state rivals, the Reno Aces. And then the series wraps up on Wednesday the 21st, which is Wag Your Tail Wednesday or Bark on the Berm. So bring your pups to the game, Las Vegas Ballpark in downtown Summerlin. I will be there from the 18th to the 21st. And after that, keep in mind, after that, you only have one more chance to catch the Aviators following that. It is the series. It's a four-game series against the Tacoma Rainiers to end out the season four games. And, well, actually, I think I'm going to switch it up now. I think I'm actually going to get into the standings because those games may be very, very important for you guys to uh, for you guys to watch and, and keep a hold of because currently the Las Vegas Aviators sport a 69-50 and 50 record which is tied for first with the El Paso Chihuahuas, who also have a 69-50 and 50 record in the Pacific Coast League, um, Pacific Southern. And if you guys have been following this entire season, both of these teams can hit. Both of these teams have been neck and neck all year long. The Aviators... Um, behind some clutch hitting from various members of their of their of their lineup have continued to make this a storyline of the season and it's looking like it's going to be that way all the way until the last game of the year so you're not going to want to miss it september 2nd is the final game of the year at las vegas ballpark downtown summerlin the las vegas aviators hosting the tacoma rainiers of the seattle mariners organization you guys are not going to want to miss that please check that please check us out um and yeah i'll be there um again that i I will be covering the team for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Um, and so how many games is that? That is 11 more. 11 more home games. So if you have not checked out the new ballpark, if you have not checked out this version of this uh, of this Las Vegas installment of this team, please do so. Um, you won't be disappointed. I will say that. Again, if you are just tuning in, you are listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5, The Rebel HD2. I'm your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. My co-host, Alex White, is out today. Duna is running around somewhere on campus. <laughs> um, yeah, see? He's texting me right now trying to get something figured out. So this might be a perfect time to just kind of kind of, kind of throw this one in. Um, it's Let me see which one I want to do because, of course, my mom sent me a couple of different ones. But I like this first one. Don't talk, just act. Don't say, just show don't promise just prove i like that so that's exactly what we're trying to do especially here at talk that talk a lot of the people that uh i'm associated with um we're, we're doing some new things we we did a little a little social media rebrand um for the od podcast shout out to ivy rose for kind of for kind of for kind of kind of spearheading that behind the scenes she's also doing some other things behind the scenes so um hopefully we can get to bigger and better things i'm i'm hoping that uh we continue to put these positive things in the in, in into place and into motion so that way we can kind of sit back one day and just kind of watch it uh watch it flourish um so again this is i'm, I'm trying to channel my best like Stephen a bomani jones jim rome dan levitar like how many other ways you want to kind of slice it up but i'm trying to pace myself and not go too too crazy in terms of all these different things and all these different directions i want to take uh, today's show especially with me being in here by myself and not having anybody to kind of keep me on track um but again with the before i get off of the aviators and and onto the aces a little bit let's talk a little bit about one of the stories that's coming out of the las vegas ballpark and let's talk about seth brown aka brownie who now has a career high who's up to a career high in, in home runs and i believe he has 32 now um 
I'm I normally don't tell people what I'm what I'm trying to work on, but uh obviously that's that's something big and that's a story to be told. Um from his perspective, obviously, I, I just want to know a couple of different things that obviously went into this season. Um all-star votes. I, I just wonder how different things have played into this record or this career setting or um record setting number for his career this particular year of course i do want to kind of pick his brain about that so shout out to brownie who now has a new career high in home runs and i please do not um please do not like staple me to this to this uh statement right here but i believe mark payton has a career high in home runs as well um so please just double check that but i believe this is breaking news because my phone just went off and this should be interesting, but obviously NBA games just got released on the jump. Um, I think this is a prime time for our show to be uh, for our show to be running at twelve o'clock when the jump is going on. Uh, shout out to Rachel Nichols, who I had the chance to finally speak with at Summer League, and uh, just kind of pick her brain about a couple of things, how the show runs. I kind of got to see behind the scenes. I just she's one of the hardest working people on this planet, and. Um, I definitely believe that we should give her her flowers, all of them, because it's well-deserved. But just three games that just popped up on my phone right now, three important games that I know a lot of fans are going to want to know. Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers go to New Orleans, and that little reunion will take place on November 27th. Uh, I don't, how close is that to Thanksgiving? Because um, I know they don't play on Thanksgiving. They, the NBA players have Thanksgiving off, but that can't be too far away from it. Um, December 11th in Toronto. The Los Angeles Clippers with newly acquired, two newly acquired stars in Paul George and former Toronto Raptor Kawhi Leonard. Will, will, he will make his return to Toronto and be given his championship ring on December 11th. And then this last one, which, oh my gosh. And this, there are going to be so many fiery returns. But Russell Westbrook going back to Oklahoma City on January 9th with his new co-pilot in James Harden. Oh, man. Oh, man. The NBA season is going to be something to marvel at this year. Um, yeah, it's, it's so much to talk about in terms of the NBA. But again, we're, we're, we're going to try to bring some sort of order to this show. So that's what actually what we're going to do. We're going to stay, keep um, on track with our first 25 minutes like we normally do. We did want to break that news really quickly, but we are going to get back to Las Vegas news. And let's get to the Las Vegas Aces, who are second. Yes, the team is second in the Western Conference in the WNBA. And the team actually just got an 89-81 win over the um, Connecticut Sun yesterday. So just to kind of put that into perspective, it was an eight-point win against a team who's 16-8. and eight. And again, the Las Vegas Aces are 16-9 and nine on the year. So just to try to well the storyline is already there i don't even necessarily have to try anything but the las vegas aces as i said before are second in the western conference however they are they are not any games behind they are zero games behind only because the first the first place team the loss uh the los angeles sparks are 15 and 8 so they've played less games that 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 is going in the favor of the Aces. Um, however, they did just beat the they did just beat the second place team in the Eastern Conference in the Sun. And as I said before, they sported a sixteen and eight record, and they're one game out 
of the first place, Washington Mystic. So that's something to put into perspective. And shout out to Liz Cambage, who had 21 points, I believe. Maybe it was 23 and 12 rebounds. Shout out to her double-double effort. Um, it seems like whenever a, a big game is needed from her, she she's, she always steps up. So that doesn't surprise me at this point. But the Aces are back in action tomorrow at home. They're still here in Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Event Center. They are playing the Atlanta Dream, and that tip is set for 3 o'clock. The Aces return to the road on Sunday. Yes, that is Sunday. That is August the 18th. It will be a 3 o'clock tip in Chicago against the Sky, the team that they just lost to on Friday uh, by three points. So, again, if you have not kept up with your Las Vegas sports, please keep up with your Las Vegas sports. Um, there are some teams that are putting forth some some – Heroic efforts in in in, in a push to uh, go toward the postseason. So that's obviously something to look forward to. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. And this is where I can kind of tease it, I guess, a little bit because we're going to come back and talk about it after after this short break. But USA Basketball just left, and what's today? Monday? Tomorrow, I believe. Tomorrow, they are set to report to El Segundo, California. Yes, they are set to report to El Segundo, California at the Los Angeles Lakers practice facility to forego week two of the USA basketball mini camp. And I believe Ivy Rose is already there in L.A. And I will be heading out tomorrow morning. So we'll hopefully try to get this up as soon as possible so you guys can go ahead and listen to this show as well. Um, hopefully right after this show. Um it should be available on SoundCloud, and hopefully we can promote it on all of our social media sites and things of that nature. But, yes, tomorrow I should be leaving to go to California, cover week two of the USA Basketball Minicamp. When we get back, we will talk a little bit about what happened in week one, some of the players that are no longer here, some of the storylines, the interesting way they were covering it this year, um, and so many different so many different things on the horizon. It's a variety of things that I do want to um, – I do want to somewhat touch on, uh, obviously, Coach Pop is a, a, a big storyline this particular year and is going to be moving forward. Uh, but let's talk, we're, we'll talk a little bit about Pop. We'll talk a little bit about who he's taking over for. We'll talk a little bit about um, the cast of characters that's here with, or I guess no longer here, that was here. We'll talk about um, some of the competition, I guess, that's moving forward. And, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens in terms of this FIBA World Cup in, in 2019, gearing up for the Olympics in 2020. We'll see. A, a lot has been said. A lot has been uh, a lot has been talked about. A lot has been questioned. And this team hears it. This team hears it. And, of course, it's, it's easier to say the right thing when – before the situation quote unquote starts but I mean having been around these guys and I understand it's in a different capacity because it's not during the regular season and things of that nature postseason for, for a lot of these guys um having been around them for whether it's multiple USA basketball camps whether it's multiple summer leagues whether it's preseason games whatever the case may be just various times that I've been around them um a lot of those guys in there uh, they just don't hear the noise. And for instance, I, I really do. A lot of people are saying it, but Jason Tatum and Kyle Kuzma this season, 
Um, I do believe that Kyle Kuzma is going to emerge as that third all-star for the Los Angeles Lakers behind Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And Jason Tatum said that he wants to be an all-star. And I believe that that is very, very possible in that um, in that Boston offense, because I believe Kimball Walker has no problem making him the focal point as long as Kimball Walker understands or as long as Jason Tatum understands that Kimball Walker is more than likely the closer. Um, I think that's probably going to be what 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 makes that team run and I think J- uh, Jalen Brown is going to be an X factor to where he's going to lead the team in, in scoring various nights and that's going to give the team a boost I think the main thing is making up for Al Horford so that's going to be a loss um him saying that they're going to make it to the NBA finals I think that's where we can kind of talk about the Al Horford loss and see where that goes um but those two guys right there man I mean when you talk to them when you just listen to them a little bit and just see how they um how they go about things and one of the things that i gave uh one of the things that i gave for kuzma maybe you could say excuse or whatever that i gave for kuzma is him being in la it's just been so second nature to him but when we get back we'll talk a little bit about that you guys are listening to talk that talk on 91.5 the rebel hd2 kunv las vegas i am your host terrell chatterbox emerson stay with us dad needed help getting around i became his driver Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I'm Arnold Stock, founder of Veterans Village. Welcome to Veterans Village 3 Assisted Living Residence, the only privately funded assisted living residence for our United States veterans in Las Vegas. We are honored to care for our veterans who need help with daily living by providing a home, concierge services, healthcare services, daily activities, chef-prepared meals, laundry services, transportation, live entertainment, and so much more. Veterans Village 3 is a safe, community-based residential care facility serving our veterans with dignity and respect. We provide an environment that supports an active and independent lifestyle for veterans who have proudly served our country. At Veterans Village, every day is Veterans Day. For more information, call 702-333-4100 or visit vvlv3.org. Sponsored by Veterans Village, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Every day, you can help good things happen. (laughs) Claudia, a local health worker in Nicaragua, helps save six children from pneumonia. Rosina in Bangladesh helps save 10 children from diarrhea. Aster in Ethiopia helps save 20 from malaria. And Salif in Mali helps save 30 from the effects of malnutrition. Help one, save many. Visit goodgoes.org to find all the ways you can help the good go further. Brought to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council. Jessica heard Jill was trying out for cheerleader. So she said, Jill is fat and no one likes her anyway. (laughs) What she was really thinking was, I'm afraid she'll get my spot on the squad. Being a cheerleader is what defines me. Kids bully for a lot of reasons. None of them are good. But you can intervene. Stick up for yourself or a friend. Even confide in a parent or teacher. Find more tips at flipthescriptnow.org. Sponsored by the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. 
Welcome back. Welcome back to Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2, KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV, recording live from the basement here at Greenspun Urban Affairs. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. My co-host, Alex White, is not in studio today. Um, Yeah, I think the conversation was going to head towards USA Basketball. USA Basketball. So at this present time, I do want to kind of, I do want to make it work if possible. So I'm just going to wing it as I've been doing previously. Go ahead and reach out to the uh, studio request line. It is 702-895-3915. Once again, that number is 702-895-3915. Please go ahead and reach out. Once again, you are listening to Talk That Talk. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. Call in if you have questions about USA Basketball. Call in if you have questions about um the cast of characters call if you have questions about some of the conversation that has been had um over the practices call if you have conversations about our coverage call if you have conversations about sneaker watch call if you have conversations about anything conversations questions comments concerns um please reach out we shall see how this goes because i'm not even really sure myself how this goes anymore but this is what we're here for we're gonna try to test this out currently um yeah and we'll go from there but again um it started on monday which is why we did not have this show last week but it started on monday and me and ivy rose have been there since then and what i've decided to do this year i kind of refuse to uh, i know summer league has kind of coming come and gone but we are still working for, on something for summer league we are obviously working on something for um for uh usa basketball as we're in the midst of it currently but i do not like covering things twice the same way if i can help it um especially if i know that it's going to be for the most part orchestrated the same way i want to try to do something different with coverage i just feel like there's it's, it's always possible so anyway this particular time um if you've been able to kind of watch it uh, on the OD podcast, and let me go ahead and specify, if you follow the OD podcast on Twitter and or actually and IG, it the handle is at ODPcast. Once again, the handle is at ODPcast for the podcast version. Um, yeah, but if you've been following at ODPcast on Twitter, on Instagram, um, I'm not sure if we put anything on Facebook yet because it's been kind of so rapidly so Instagram is more the way that we're we've been going, but we've been covering it in the in the fashion of a sports vlog, and uh, that's something aside from the traditional way. We'll get to the traditional way in a second, but that's one of the interesting ways that we're doing it. So if you have not caught up with that, the entire Las Vegas um, portion of it, you'll see portions of it around the the Instagram. You'll see you'll see some residue. You'll see some leftovers. You'll see some interviews. You'll see some sneakers. You'll see some behind the scenes moments. Some conversations. Some conversation pieces. Hopefully some conversation starters for you guys and um yeah surely enough what we're planning on doing is keeping that going to the point to where we can put that together at the end of it and we can show you guys what all usa basketball looks like and i just heard the studio door open <laughs> and somebody just walked in with a huge smile so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wait till this person gets set up before we um before we cut on the mic but yeah, USA Basketball is a topic of conversation right now, and me and Ivy Rose, we're doing it in the form of a sports vlog, and I think I think we're all set up now, and as you guys can expect, this is summertime, so none other than Duna is in the building. 
Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? What's going on, sir? Nothing much, nothing much. Had to handle some business. You of know, course, man. That's goes. summertime. It's summertime goes. You already know. Um, but yeah, man, you just walked into a conversation about USA basketball. Um Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. How, how was that, man? How uh, was that? And everybody keeps asking, like, how was it? I'm still in the middle of it, man. I'm a, I'm going to L.A. I fly in the morning. Oh, well, I fly out in the morning. Right. How was it here? How was the Vegas portion? Yeah, uh, how was the Vegas portion? Man, you know what, man? It, it, it's been fun, and I was actually just, uh, just telling the listeners right now that we're doing it in a different well you already know before we give away what we did for summer league because still nobody knows what we what we're doing for summer league so we're gonna keep that still under the table hush hush don't nobody need to know yet but um i was just telling the the people kind of what i told you guys leading into summer league that i don't like covering the same thing twice the same way if i could help it so usa basketball i was just telling them that i went with i was pooped out of ideas because summer league got my last idea yeah I'm, i was pretty convinced that summer league had my last idea so i was like yeah once we do that I don't know what we're going to do for USA Basketball. So Ivy was like, let's do this sports vlog. So that's why you see so many different things on okay. IG. That's why you see so many different portions from my personal one, from Ivy's personal one, from the podcast. And um, I'll get to the traditional way that I'm co- that we're both covering it in a second. But um, essentially, we're trying to – I wanted to tell many storylines each day. Because what I learned last year when covering it, even though it was just out here in California – or excuse me, just out here in uh, Vegas, it – it's a free for all, bro. Like, once the media comes down to the ground, to the to the floor level, and it's thirty minutes to grab players, it's ridiculous. Like at the time, Devin Booker had a crowd. You know, at the time, I think KD. Once everybody gathers up for Coach Popovich, after that, it's KD. Like, it's who else did they go to after that? It was KD. Devin Booker had a crazy crowd last year. Who did I talk to last year? Um, Paul George had a crazy crowd when he sat down. Um, Kyrie wasn't Kyrie wasn't doing um, media. Of course, they wanted DeMar DeRozan. They wanted Kyle Lowry. So things like that. So I, what I wanted to do this particular time, I was like, let me give myself and Ivy, because I didn't know who I was covering with at the time. I was like, and let, let me give Ivy the uh, uh, a blueprint to the way I want to cover it. So to make it easier for myself, I was like, I'm going to do mini storylines i'm gonna do like mini packages that's the way i want to do it so when ivy came at me with the sports vlog idea i was like i think this kind of goes hand in hand because if you want to do something different on social each day i'm telling a different story each day so that's dope exactly. so she was like all right cool so let's run with that so i thought of six storylines or was it six seven seven storylines um for each day of camp and the scrimmage and the exhibition against Spain, there is no storyline because the game itself is a storyline. So I'm not gonna give my LA storyline storylines away yet, but I will give my uh my uh Vegas ones away. And I'll kinda walk I'll kinda walk you through them. So the traditional way that I'm obviously gonna do it is there's stories coming, there's a full length story coming on each day. And mm-hmm. it's gonna be a storyline on I'm I'm gonna go through the storylines right now so you know which stories that are coming up. Um and then, like I said, the vlog portion is going to be something that goes up on YouTube, goes up on the podcast channel, and it's literally going to be just a way for you guys to check the behind the scenes and see what we get to do, see the fun parts behind it, uh, see the sneaker watch that we were doing, hear some of the players' favorite sneakers of all times, things like that. So The fun stuff. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the fun stuff. The so fun stuff. if you are a traditional sports fan who wants to read, kind of like me and Duna, who's going to pull out the newspaper and want to read it, uh, <laughs> Shout out to my dad because he does that too. Um, I'm sure your dad probably still gets the paper too. He's a sports guy. Sports guy, yeah. So 
if you're still if you still want to read that full length quotes I need to know who we're playing. I need to know how Pop feels. I need to know how Colangelo feels. All of that, you will get that full-length story as well. It will be on UNLVFreePress.com. Um, but, yeah, but day one, I, I've, I keep alluding to it, but let's talk about it. Air Force Academy grad, Coach Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs for, I believe, 23 seasons now or heading into his 23rd year. Um, finally getting to some international play where he's the lead man. And... Um, you know what? One of the angles that I actually wanted to take was that it, it he does it so often with the Spurs. It doesn't matter who he gets. It, it's like he makes it work. But we see Pop adjust through the season. Oh, yeah. He's, he's having to adjust. I'm telling you, dog, because day two, w- w- this is what day two is. I'm kind of bleeding into that a little bit. But day two was about the upcoming play. And one of the things that I asked, I asked, I don't know if it was. It was Chris Middleton or Harrison Barnes. It was one of the two. And I asked about um, how quickly it moves. I think it might have been Chris Middleton. About how quickly it moves. And it goes from the scrimmage to the exhibition game in L.A. It's only one of them. There's two exhibition games against the same team in Australia. In Australia. Um, (laughs) And then it's to Shanghai after that. And I think that's when it's maybe two more exhibition games. So when you really kind of chop it up, it's three weeks. Three weeks. Coach Pop, you got three weeks. Get it together. I know what you normally go through the regular season and you're trying to work out the kinks and you got months to kind of figure it out. You got three weeks. You got three weeks, fast pace to get some W's, man. So my other question is, man, for you, because you were there, you know, I wish I could have been there. I had school, (laughs) you know, summer school. Man, we all busy, Um, trust me. So, with a couple more players dropping out mm-hmm. of the USA Hoops, mm-hmm. what did the roster look like to you? Um, Like, did you see, like, did, like, was it like, okay, this is a team that can for sure win, like like a Dwayne Wade, Kobe, okay. LeBron, Melo, like USA Did I feel Hoops? the same way? Did you feel the um, same way? I did. You know what's funny, and this some people may say that I'm lying, but because based on probably what I'm about to say afterward, every time I look at USA Hoops, I feel that way. <laughs> I do. I just it doesn't matter. We have we are the only team that has that everybody is an NBA player, or heading to the NBA. Whether it was Christian Leitner or they tried to get Zion this time, and Zion will be a, after a first year if he does play in the Olympics next year, so he'll have his first year under his belt. So um, I always look at the team, and I, I, I kind of see that. So I think I, in 2013, 2013? I think it was 2013, um, or maybe 14, I was on um, – oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, can't think of the station. I I just had to ask this question because I'm saying a lot of players like drop now. Oh yeah, for sure. Know. Can't think of the, can't think of the station, but uh, shout out to Ferran Dozier because I was on his radio show before and uh, oh it was L A Talk Live. I was on L A Talk Live and um because I wanted to say talk that talk so bad and I was like <laughs> did I where did I get my name from? So that's why I was like okay it was L A Talk Live. So I was L A Talk Live. Shout out to Ferran Dozier, WDC. What's the count? Um, and we were talking about. 
Olympic play. And we were when we were talking about it, I was like, I don't really care whether people say that we send A team, B team, C team. Our quote unquote D team, which is very disrespectful. I don't know who would be on a D team, but you could send a D team and I would still look at other teams A team and be like, Yeah. I I'm not saying that it was gonna be a blowout, but yeah, at the end of the day, I think we have more talent. If talent always wins, that's what I would think. But at the international level, continuity wins. Yeah. So that's the interesting part with this team. So to answer your question, initially my first response was like, I'm confident. I'm confident in it. But this is where the the the, the trepidation kind of started. I started to look around at the other leagues. And even though, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander isn't playing for Canada, uh, I don't think Andrew Wiggins is playing for Canada either. And then just, it's not, Canada isn't the only one. It's other places, yeah. including the U.S., where stars are dropping out. There are also stars that aren't dropping out. This is true. I don't think Nikola Jokic is dropping out. I don't think Giannis Antetokounmpo is dropping out. Giannis is going to play over the summer anyway. So Giannis is like, why not? Got a point. And I think the Bucks are going to want to keep him happy. So the Bucks are like, hey, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. We're trying to just keep you happy. So if you want to go play and bring one home for Greece or whatever, go ahead and do that. So that increased participation elsewhere, that kind of makes me fearful because before Bron, before Kobe, before Cade, uh, uh, excuse me, um, Dwayne Wade, before uh, Michael Red when he was in his prime, Carlos Boozer, Chris Bosh, Melo, Chris Paul, uh, Jason Kidd, all of Dwight Howard, the redeemed all team. of those stars, the U.S. had to get slapped up in order for them to be like, all right, let's go get one. Does that have to happen again? And then with the rate, now you have different questions that arise because now at the rate that players are getting injured and freak incidents, do you even care? Yeah. Do you even want them to play? Especially when you realize that you have players on three-year deals, four-year deals now, and they got to opt out for the fourth year. It's like, yo, I got three years, and you want to go play in a World Cup in one of them, and then the Olympics in the next one? And No. no. <laughs> Just no. Uh, it's too much. The answer is no. Too, too much. So you're going to get some teams that are going to try to fight back with that. So I do believe that at the end of the day, a gold medal does kind of trump a lot. I do. But – when you see the rate at which everybody was just like, I'm, I'm so happy that Kyle Lowry stayed. Whether or not he'll be able to play because of his thumb, I'm so happy that he stuck around because seeing the rate, like I said, at, P, at the rate that people were dropping, it was like, yeah. okay, well, like, who, who, who else, who else do we have? Like, <laughs> yeah, who you look at the whole league and to? it's not disrespectful, but you just kind of look and you'd be like, if I had to pick a name, like, uh, if I had to draw up a roster right now, people that I would throw up there, I think if you put me, you, me, Daryl, Alex, Jernigan from Rebel Riot in the same room, us five, I think we probably named 200 different players. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we're going to be oh, like, yeah. okay, well, if he's not going, then I'm going to send this one, this one, this one, this one, <laughs> this one. Like, I don't really know. And I was talking to PJ Tucker, and I think Houston went from having four on the roster it's just PJ. Mm-hmm. It's just PJ. And I was like, P, like, you the last of the Mohicans, dog. And he was like, I don't really, like, think about it. But like I told him, I tell Alex all the time, it's about the way that you phrase the question. I know you know. Um, the way that I told him, I was like, everybody did it for a different reason. 
everybody is their own man. They yeah. they want something different out of it. They don't need it. They they feel like it's not the time. Whatever. PJ Tucker, you're 34 years old. Why why did you look at it and say, nah, this is what I want. This is this is what I'm going for. And same thing he said. He was like, it's an honor and a privilege, obviously, to do it. He said all of the right things, and he went into it as like you said. Everybody is going to it for their own reasons. To play with the USA on your chest, I don't think you beat that. This this is true. I mean, so whoever gets sent, regardless, like I said, if you say that they're a C team, a D team, like I, I, pants, I'm you missed. I think the first part of it, but I'll first twenty five minutes. I bigged up uh two people, but I mainly want to touch on um and kind of mention uh Kyle Kuzma. But Jason Tatum was the other one. But you can just tell that Kuz has been around L.A. media. Oh, yeah. You can just absolutely tell because certain questions you have to ask for the nature of the of the, of the the story. And I'll, I'll get to which, which storyline this was, but I kind of had to ask Kuz about that, kind of like about the disrespect of being a C-team, of being called a C-team. And like he said, no, we're all NBA players. We have all-stars still. So, nah. <laughs> like at the end of the day no he was like people are gonna talk donovan mitchell kind of said the same thing donovan mitchell was like we can't really control what other people put out all we can control is what we take in so that is that i mean is, that is great that's that's, that's a bar great. so great. if he didn't word it like that he should have but um <laughs> but uh so yeah that's essentially what it was but just being around la media that's why i said if i didn't believe i already did if i didn't believe that Kuz was ready to take that turn to be an all-star it's already here because he's looking at the media it's and, and it's I mean, obviously he deals with so much media in L.A. and all these players get tired of media to, at a certain extent. Um, It's just I don't know, man, you you somewhat you might have to I don't want to say you kind of have to be there, but to see the way that he is with the media now, it is kind of like. I don't want to say that you can't get honesty from Kuz because you will. You will always get honesty from Kuz, but. Ah oh, man, I might say he's media trained now. I mean, but it, but I don't want to say it from a from a bad standpoint of like he don't want to say the wrong thing. I might say it in the sense of now he knows how to work the media to where they get what they want. I can focus on hooping now. So because of that, that's why I think he's definitely about to take that turn. And I think for him to be so young, definitely, and he's obviously played with LeBron. And that's the thing people have to like take account for. Like they're learning the way the media works around LeBron. That's true. That way they pick up on things that the media does and they won't they won't be like another all-star who just goes out and blatantly just says whatever. They're watching what they're saying, giving you the truth, and then they're like, okay, now I can go back to doing what I was doing. So can I ask a question there? Yes. Did Kyrie listen when he was in Cleveland? I just asked a question. My mom's going to kill you for having gum on air. I just want to point that out. My mom's gonna absolutely kill you. Seriously. So I just want to point that out. Um, Sorry, I don't know if you got a piece of paper, but I don't. <laughs> but anyway, no, I, yeah, I man, did Kyrie listen? So I got one right here. Okay. So I don't know if he listened or not, but I know there were. How many times you think Kyrie opened his mouth in the media last year that Bron either cringed or Bron laughed? Probably a lot. I'll say Kyrie didn't. It wasn't that like he didn't listen. It was just he didn't. He listened, but he just didn't take it serious he was like oh 
like you you think you know what you're talking about type of thing like it's one of those things like when you arguing with your big brother like oh For you sure. think you know you think you know everything no i know this so it was one of those things like okay so he had to see it for himself now look at him then he got bashed in boston yeah and he didn't know like what to do about the media mm-hmm. so now he's like oh okay so now he's in Brooklyn, and now he wants to stay away from the media. So it's kind of like that New York media. Good luck with that. It's kind of like you gotta. He didn't listen, but it's like you gotta learn. So uh, I could definitely, definitely see see why Kuzma is getting better at it. My mom just so. texted me. She was yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was gonna low key hit me and be like, "Do I hear?" Because she was, because you know why I did that? I was slightly chewing. You know why I did that? I was, I was slightly You know why I had to tell on you? Because it was going to be in, in, in the mic. Well, more than that, she would have hit me and she would have went off on me. Oh. She would have been like, do you have gum in your mouth? And that's why I would have been like, nah, I would have said anyway. <laughs> so I might as well get a, get ahead of it and be like, hey, let me let me tell you. It just so happened we live on air. But anyway, thank you, mom. Um, Where are we at? Oh, yeah, so day one, we talked to uh, Coach Pop and... uh. That's why I wanted to do storylines. My questions wasn't about the team per se. It was about him. Like, it's from it's his angle. So, yeah. I wanted to know Air Force. I wanted to know Coach K. I wanted to know um, the rapidness that you have to get everything together. I want to know uh, all these different things. And I don't remember which question I asked. But I remember last year... I told my dad, and I think I said it on here because I, I think I, I'm, I'm usually pretty open. I came on here and I said, I don't get choked up when I talk to people very often. Like, yeah. I don't swallow a question ever, like, ever. So I definitely did because I was like, my dad asked me, and my, I know my dad was like, he was super geeked after day one. He was like, you know, I have to ask, did you talk to Pop? <laughs> I said, so I got the interview, right? He was like, all right, all right, all right, so what's up? Nah, I got the media scrum. He was like, "Okay, well, yeah, that's the same thing. That's the media. Like, what? So, so, what? What, yeah. what, what info did you get? I didn't ask none of my questions. <laughs> my dad was like, "Why?" I said, "Because I was low key in the front, and he kept looking at me. I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know what happened. It's 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 pop. I was like, I honestly do not know what happened. Like, I was like, and it was so frustrating because the next day I had the chance to talk. I think, like, actually, later that day I talked to him. It wasn't even an interview, but I talked to him for a brief moment. Pop is the dopest dude in the world. Like, super dope. Like, I've talked to Steve Kerr a lot. So, now when I see Steve Kerr, we kind of, it's it's kind of short in this brief, but it's a moment. Um, Me and Pop had a couple of those last year. So, this year I was like, I can't do it again. Like, I got to ask one. So I finally got my question off. And it's so funny now because I don't remember what the question was. But whatever question it was, it just means something because I do a lot of media. And I will shout out a couple of people. And I've said this before. And people have kind of looked at me like, did he really? But maybe that's what he's good at. If, if If it's a lie and if it's a hoax and if it's a if it's a show. He got me. But everybody always tells these stories about how Magic Johnson is that type of person. When he speaks to you, he makes it seem like you're the only person in the room. After Summer League, I was kind of looking around and I was just talking to some people like, how come people don't say the same about this guy? And they were like, well, personally, a lot of people probably just don't like him or like a lot of people have had like run ins with him, whatever, whatever. But when you talk to him, he's such a genuine person to the point to where I spoke with him once and 
every time thereafter, hey, Terrell, how's it going? And that's Mark Cuban. Why don't people say the same about him? I'm telling you, in the middle of a media scrum, I asked him, could I get it? Or excuse me, I asked him, could I get an interview before, like at halftime? And he was like, yeah, sure, just come back around. All right, cool. As I'm doing everything else, I should have known he's going to tell everybody else the same thing. So everybody else gathers around at halftime, and I'm like, oh, man, like I'm trying to grab media. I'm trying to grab all these other different stuff. And I'm like, let me try to go grab it. So the third quarter is about to start. I run over there and was like, can I still do it? He moved the stuff out the chair. I was like, yeah. And, you know, he sits on the court. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to shoot. So I sat down. I pulled out my phone, and I started going. As I'm as I'm recording, uh, I didn't even realize I was in Tim Hardaway's seat. So I was in THJC. So he comes back. He taps me. I'm doing the interview. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I think I hop on the other side, and now it's literally me, Mark Cuban, and Tim Hardaway Jr. And we're talking hoops. And – it's, it's just a different feel. So because of that, one thing that I wanted to point out about Mark Cuban, same thing applies with Pop, same thing applies with Steve Kerr. Nick Nurse is good at it. They look you directly in the eye. That means a lot to me. As a reporter, that means a lot. That means so much. So this particular time to get that question off the Pop, like I said, last year he's looking around, so he's looking at everybody in the face. I don't think I've ever been more nervous after asking a question. Like, he answered the question like he was like, okay. And he started to go in. I was nervous afterwards, not because of what he was going to say, because I, I stood firm in my question. I knew my question wasn't crazy or nothing. He kept leaning in and he was talking to me. So like, it got personal real fast in front of 30 reporters. I don't know where the nerves came from again, but it is. It's just, it's that aura. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is. I Like I said, it's, it's pop. You only like you get to meet so many great people for sure. A certain, only a certain amount of times, and for it being pop, you're like, okay, I got my question out. Now what do I do? Just now, stand there. I <laughs> <laughs> just stood there. And was like, like, just, like now what do I do? Now do I, do I keep asking questions? Do I walk out? You know? Do I just like okay, let me stand here. Let's get a like picture. You know? You right. just what am I doing? Like you try to find things after you already did what you wanted to accomplish. So I think that's kind of like what what was going on through your mind. I mean, it was the same thing when I seen Bron. Like I said before, sure. like seeing Bron, I was like, all right, <laughs> I gotta get a question. I gotta get one. But then it was like. No, I don't want to be like everybody else. Right. Because everybody else is just going to rush him. Cause exactly. exactly. So it's like, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, this is pop. Let me get my question. Let me handle my business. Yeah. And then, you know, let me just, let me let me relax a little bit because everybody else is just going to be like, hey, what's this? They're going to ask awkward questions. And I know you got some. I know you heard some questions that you were Definitely. just like, who, why would you ask that question? <laughs> but, All the time. You know, uh. I, def- I definitely, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all guys have really experienced this, man. I'm, I was hoping I could have got it. Uh, it's still plenty of more opportunities. Trust me. Oh yeah, it's I'm still just, plenty more opportunities, especially yeah, here in Vegas. They I'm just being patient, man. I'm being patient, man. You have to. I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm just, just patient. They're rolling in, man. The opportunities are rolling in, and that's, day one. That's what we. That's what we kind of talked about. So, um, I got some soundbite from um, Coach Pop. Went over there and talked to Coach Kerr. Um, and one of the questions that I wanted to ask Coach Kerr, and I was, I don't know if anybody asked it or asked, asked it, uh, it sounds like I'm chewing gum. Um, <laughs> but I, when I got over there, I didn't hear it. So, I mean, whatever, maybe I'm wrong, but 
I um uh wanted to kind of just pick his brain a little bit about I was like you've you've been in a war room with coach Pop obviously as a player so you know how he prepares it's different though now like exactly. you wearing the suit with him so what's it like being in a war room when he away from players like what's it like and he was like honestly it's a world of difference like he was like he was like he still prepares the same but like it's a completely different vantage point so like he was like when we play basketball he was like the terminology I think that was I'm trying to figure out if the terminology quote came from him or pop I think it was that might have came from pop they were talking about like getting specific with terminology but uh coach Kurt was basically saying that it's, it's different because from a player standpoint you only see so much yeah you only see so much you talk you talk matchups you talk game plan you talk things of that nature and now that you're in a coaching see you're talking bigger picture so now you're talking roster moves like you're talking it's different so you know what i mean yeah so i was just kind of picking his brain about that so i got that audio i got that quote um got some good got some got some good stuff um day two was talking about some upcoming play talking about how quickly everything runs so i wanted to talk to some veterans on the team chris or excuse me kyle Lowry isn't doing um isn't doing media um dealing with his injury yeah. um shoot it's hair in here so um he's not doing media so i was like who can i talk to in terms of experience here so i went and talked to uh chris middleton and i talked to harrison barnes so i went and talked to um just a couple of guys who've been around the league for a little bit and just yeah. you know what i mean have have whether been a part of select teams or you know what i mean under 19 teams or even whether it's their first time or just whatever. I wanted to kind of get just some different perspectives. So I went and talked to Harrison, went and talked to Chris Middleton the second day. And then this is why I wanted to do the storylines because day three was the day when I was like, now I'm going to talk about the players who skipped. Because for the first two days, that's all everybody was talking about. Oh, yeah. So now on day three, let me talk about the players who skipped. And um, I was trying to think about which players I interviewed. As a matter of fact, let me, you know what's funny? I'm going to go to my voice memos and I'm going to look and I'm going to see which order is which because I'll definitely be able to tell you which one is which. All right. So, Kerr, um, I talked to. All right. So that was Kuz and um, PJ Tucker was on Wednesday. Okay. So I talked to Kuz and PJ Tucker about the players that were leaving. That's why I talked to Kuz about um, being labeled the C team. Is that disrespectful? Um I was going to ask him about obviously using this to take his turn into the season. Of course, that was one of the questions somebody else already got off. So um talked to PJ about the Houston angle going from four to one. Um, this is the interesting part. Day four uh, was about the youth, was about because so many players are, are dropping out, you got youth on the team now. So now you got all these different players that um, are probably going to be a part of this for the next 12 15 years so it's, it's it's probably better for them to kind of get this experience now so anyway i was like who can i talk to about this and this is the fun part of having it divvied up this way because i had like two or three people i want to talk to every day so i was like if it's a free-for-all i don't mind it being a free-for-all if i know i got to get those two once i get those two technically for the day i'm done you know what i mean so if yeah. i didn't talk to donovan mitchell on day one or two i'm fine because i know day three i got him i got him that's all I'm looking for, essentially. So day four rode around. We're talking about you. So I'm talking to Jaron Jackson. I'm talking to John Collins. I'm talking to Jonathan Isaac, talking to members of the, of the select team, talking to uh, Marvin Bagley. And as I'm walking around, one thing trumped everything. I understand a lot of people say that they want to hear the player take. But if you know how I feel 
from a basketball standpoint, when I saw this person, I said, yo. And they didn't have a person in front of them. And it just goes back to what I say before, because if you listen to this man talk basketball, it's so hard for me not to look at him and say, why don't you have a job? And I've said it about Mark Jackson before, but I look at it and I say, you have to have been black blacklisted. I don't know what you did in the league, but you got blackballed. I don't know what happened, but it's Jeff Van Gundy. If you listen to that man talk basketball, I just want to talk to you. So I'm doing this story on day four about the youth, and I walk by the coach of the select team. 